0: Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we are here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Josiah Guy. I'm an intern here at Center for Victory, and my guest today is the one and only big poppy, my dad, Eric Guy.
1: <laughs> What's up, bud? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, in this episode of the podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about being a dad. So, Um, I'm going to share a little bit with you guys some of the um, different stories and things that I've learned um, over the years and kind of reflecting back just from uh, little moments from my dad. And uh, then he can sort of share, um, I guess, those teaching moments that aren't necessarily just for the purpose of teaching, but just um, being a good example and things like that. So we're going to cover being present, uh, also being a guide as well as being an example, uh, for your kids. So I think this one's going to be really fun because, um, I finally get to interview my dad. This is the first one, uh, we've kind of done in this style. Um, but it's also really cool to kind of go back and, uh, relive some of these stories because these are things that, um, you know, that happened to me like over a decade ago and they still kind of stick with me just because of, uh, because the little things that I learned just from not necessarily being told how to do it, but just being shown um, through different uh, different ways. So um, to start off here, um, I'm kind of going to break this down into like three separate stories for mm-hmm. all these uh, main points here. Um, but this first one here um, is about, oh yeah, it's about um, so the one time when I got hit in the eye in the outfield. Um, so when I was like 10 or 11 or so, I used to play, um, baseball and I loved, uh, playing in the outfield. I loved center field. I loved running around. And, uh, this was during batting practice. Um, there's a little divot in the field that we were playing in and, uh, I was going up for a fly ball, uh, stepped in the hole, missed it, glove went off and, uh, got hit like right in the eye. And, uh, I don't remember like a ton about the moment, but what I remember was. Um well I remember first of all my dad uh was standing behind me in center field um over the fence. But also I remember as soon as it happened I heard the fence like rattle and then you were just there and I remember like nothing. Like nothing was said. Um I just knew you were there and that really calmed me and reassured mm-hmm. me that everything was gonna be okay. You know, I didn't need anybody like yelling at me, you know, like you're going to be okay, it's going to be fine. I just, I needed you there. Right. And so I guess my question for you is, um, going off of that, how important is it just to not tell, but be present?
1: Yeah, be present is a better, you know, I've always said that, it's better than fixing. I think if you fix all the time, especially with your kids, I think you, you have, you run the, the road of, of teaching helplessness, and that turns out uh, a lot of times in what we see, what I've seen at least, is into entitlement down the road. Mm. Uh, again, which is rampant today. When I feel, when I look at young people, and it's not their fault, it's the older, I think the older generation has taught that. Uh, uh, and again, not to point fingers at anybody, but be, you know the, the fact about being present, you know, what, what I say is create the environment that allows it to fix itself. With that particular uh, incident, right? I mean, I cleared that that fence like nobody's business. I didn't have a running start or anything. I mean, I just pulled myself up over that fence, and it was about three seconds from that fence to you. Yep. Um, And then the thing of it was, everybody wants to run in, and what happens is, you just when we're reactive in that state, uh, we're not present. And I just I didn't really say anything, but I did have to calm the other adults down yeah. too. And I just said, "Hey, look, don't don't say anything, don't do anything, just be quiet." Um, really, if I'm being honest, I did tell one of the adults just to shut up. Like you just <laughs> need to to get back. Everything's gonna be okay, right? Because that really just to communicate uh, unconsciously, physiologically, that everything's all right to you, so you don't get bad out of shape. And that was the whole idea there. I mean, we did have to go to the emergency room and things like that, but that was that first piece that we just had to walk through. Right? Just yep. Be still, be calm, be present. Uh, when when that does happen, you create an environment, like I said, to allow it to fix itself. Mm-hmm. That's going to lead to empowerment. What that does is that builds confidence. I believe that builds character. Uh, when you come alongside of that person, you're unconsciously communicating that, that they have the ability to do it on our own. A lot of times mm. when we react in that situation, that's a good situation. If I would have continued to react and you have those over and over and over again, what I would condition you to do is be reactive. Mm. Was it, I mean, I don't, I don't want that ever to happen again. Right. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh, it's the whole how, it's the whole approach. It sets, but it sets the tone for the relationship. So then if it happens again, now, instead of moving away from somebody that's reactive, you move towards. So, that's a very good story, one that I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, don't want to relive it, but it's important to, to really stay present and really not get into my feelings, but stay present with yours. Right. And it, and it made you a lot calmer, and we got through it a lot easier. Right. Um, so, I have another story too,
0: and it's also from baseball. Um, which is funny, because I really only played for like a couple of years, but I think uh, the most value I got out of it was these couple of little things. Yeah. Um, this one's not necessarily as traumatic, which is nice. Not everything, uh, all these stories are traumatic ones. Um, but this one was more of a simple one. It was more um, just me kind of being a kid and wanting to um, be around my friends. Um, but there was a, when we played baseball, there was a little playground right beside the fields, and I was like probably nine or ten at the time, so... I really wanted to go on the playground, um, my whole team was up there, I remember they were all playing, who knows what, I don't even remember, um, but what I do remember is us sort of walking away, and I asked my dad, like, why can't I go up and play with those kids, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was, I, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it was more along the lines of you don't have to follow the crowd, uh-huh. because sometimes the crowd isn't right, Um And so, like, 10, 15 minutes later, they're on a metal playground, starts thunderstorming in my head. I'm like, well, I'm not drenching wet. I'm good. Um, And you're not electrocuted. And I'm not electrocuted. That's (laughs) that's a plus. It's not traumatic, I promise. It was good. Um, So, I guess my question for you from that is, um, how important is it to be a guide, Uh so to sort of lead um, your kids into a situation um, where you know more, I guess, and just not necessarily tell them that you do, but guide them in that situation, but also, um, to let your kids know that, um, sometimes the 1%, uh, can be correct instead of the 99, to not follow the path of, um, what everybody everybody else is doing. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, it dovetails into the last question really nice. Um, when I, when I talked about empowerment, I mean, guiding leads to empowerment, Mm -hmm. Right? I'm not. It's influence, right? Uh, it builds confidence, fosters that relationship. You didn't have to like it, but I didn't have to get all reactive and say you're gonna do it my way, right, right, because that's gonna put separation in between us. When you're looking to okay, that one percent, don't follow the herd mentality. Blaze your own trail. That's that message that I was trying to get across. Think for yourself. Just because everybody else is doing it, don't mean. Doesn't mean you need to do it. Yeah, uh, right. Sometimes that's okay, but like weigh your options. Like just because I'm looking at it, I'm doing it, and everybody else is doing it, doesn't mean that you have to go and do it. Uh, how that transfers, the practical application for that for anybody listening to this, is when uh, you know when you're older. I don't want you just to be mediocre, right? Mm. I want, and just because everybody's doing it, everybody's. A you know, good, good example now is that, that you and your sister are in college. Just because everybody's going out and drinking doesn't mean you need to do it. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's not. But you save yourself a lot of trouble, a lot of strife with that. A lot of calories. A lot of calories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and you, you become more conscious of what you're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Uh, being a guide. And what I want is you to be more conscious of whatever decision you do make. You're more conscious of it. So it's just not, hey, look, I'm going, I can only see one, one way. Because sometimes it's okay to go and have fun and do things with your friends. Yeah. But I want you to be conscious of it. I mean, that is the main, you know, idea, the main, you know, teaching point here is to be more conscious of that and everything that, that you're doing and going about your life.
0: So. Right. Um, so, yeah, I really like that one especially because um, I think... You know, being at a university now, um, that's like, that mentality is rampant. Like, just follow what everybody else is doing, you're going to be
1: okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's just from that one moment, which is really cool. Yeah, and I mean, I know it's not in, in anything that we went over before for this, for this podcast, but one of the points in there, you know, being conscious of not being mediocre, the other point in there is saying no. Oh, yeah, yeah that's big. That our society's so just, yes, 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 yes. Um, Learn how to say no. Not everybody has to like it. Mm-hmm. But if people really don't like it, then, you know, it, it becomes more their issue. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, and, you know, you being able to stand your ground and, and have some boundaries. So mm-hmm. Just another additive there. No, that's good. That's good. Um, so,
0: for this last story, um, I'm going to jump... A little bit further into the future when um we just kind of wanted to go get dinner one night and we both want chinese Yep. um sounds like pretty normal you know we get in the car drive 10 minutes down other road um we got our chinese pickup uh but the big thing is like for example like on this night i don't remember what i ordered um i don't remember when it was whatever um but what i do remember is us getting our food and we went to the counter um, and we saw, was it a, was it a World War II World vet? World War II vet. Yeah. yeah, he had, he had his hat on, um, and, uh, I remember him just kind of, like, reaching into his pocket, grabbing, like, a couple bills, whatever he had, um, but what you did was, you were just like, I'm gonna pay for your meal. That was mm. it. Like, it was, like, not anything crazy, um, but it was, like, it was very emotional because I think both, both parties just really felt loved in everything in that moment. Uh, It was really cool. Um, But for me, like, looking at that situation, because I wasn't really involved in it, but I was also there. I was present in that moment. So I kind of just was able to see you do that. I was able to see his reaction. I was able to see the aftermath of it, um, etc. And I think, um, was that necessarily a moment where you were like, you know, this is like a good um, teaching point for my kid. Of course not. Like, nah,
1: I even no, I wouldn't make through my head.
0: No, um, but just the character that you have allowed it to be like an example moment for me because I was like, wow, like I didn't know people did that. Like, like just sort of like those simple acts of kindness, you know. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like what opened my mind to it. Um, so I guess my question is, um, even though it's not necessarily what the moment was about, how important is it to just be an example? And I guess more of that question is, um, how important is it to have the character to just be able to exude that so that they can be present in that moment? Because I think that's what was big for me. It wasn't necessarily that um, that I was involved, but just that I could have open eyes Let's to see, see that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's always better to, to show somebody than to tell somebody, again, I don't know that wasn't looking for that to be a teaching moment. As you said, right. um, I just really felt compelled to, to pay for that gentleman's dinner. I mean, it was only 10 or 11 bucks. Right. Um, right. But it was, it was extremely emotional because he teared up as mm-hmm. I shook his hand and I, you know, I thanked him for his service uh, to our country, but it was, it was so emotional to me. I felt like I got back tenfold what he was given. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm a big believer, huge believer in actions speak louder than word, words. I mean, too many people give, give you lip service. Uh, people don't do what they hear. They do what they see. Mm-hmm. And the best ways to teach, I've always felt, is to show, not tell. Especially as you were growing up, as you and your sister were growing up. I really believe that is you're not going to pay attention to what I say, but you will pay more attention to, to what I show you. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to your blue in the face. Yeah. Uh, but you seeing that is definitely, like you said, has made a lasting impression on that. There's there's power also. There's a lot of power in emotional experiences. Mm-hmm. Like that one, good or bad. And we can use them to our advantage. Again, that wasn't necessarily what I was thinking of as, as a teaching moment. But it definitely was a teaching moment. It was a teaching moment not just for you, but for me. Like mm-hmm. that, you know... To do those kinds of things, yeah, I might be out a couple bucks, but what I got back was, was great. And uh, it's even something that, you know, that the, that kind of thing uh, was even something that I got from my father. I mean, mm-hmm. just one of the uh, uh, the advantages of being around your grandfather was if, if, he, if he did believe in something, right, he, he would always back it up by being an example of that, even when it wasn't uh, necessarily... You know, an an idea that everybody felt was was a good idea, even if it wasn't popular. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the other thing that goes along with that, um, that's a really big point here, is I just want to be congruent with what I say. Mm -hmm. Because if you're congruent with what you say, I think a lot of people struggle with being congruent or authentic, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, but I want to be congruent with what I say. It actually keeps me more in balance. Right. right and and that shows a good example for for you guys as as well. You know, I've had to do less work with you and your sister, and I always say, uh, you know, especially with the, the parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, the parenting is more easy. Leading is more <laughs> easy. It's easier. Yeah. All right. When there's less preaching, more teaching, and that that's through showing, really showing what you got going on, mm-hmm. and backing up. You know, if you do say something, backing it up with action, but always, always act more than than saying.
0: So mm. that's good. Um, and so, right now, I guess we're gonna start to wrap up uh, this episode, um, but we want to leave you guys with um, just some things that you can uh, do right now to sort of improve on um, just being a parent. Um, and like you kind of mm-hmm. said, like leadership's easier than um, just parenting in general. So there's like just a few things we have here, um, yeah. that, uh, that'll just be kind of like quick tidbits for you guys. So mm-hmm. if you want to share those.
1: Yeah, a couple, um, you know, when, when we look at what we've gone over, the first one's create an environment of empowerment, not entitlement. Don't fix it. Be more present than reactive. Foster strong relationships. Number two, str- uh, foster strong relationships through influence, not control. You don't have to control the whole situation, but influence through relationship, mm-hmm. um, set out on your own trail. Number three, you know, blaze your own trail. Don't settle for mediocre. Mm-hmm. Don't settle for what everybody else is doing. And then the last point, probably the most significant, especially for a parent or if you're taking this concept into leadership is don't tell show, be an example of what you expect and be congruent with that message. That's so. good. Um, and so just one last
0: statement. Um, just kind of like what I really want to leave um, you watching this with, uh, if you just remember one thing. Uh, this, all this, is really close to my heart, of course, because these are things that I really experienced. But um, I think overall, um, you can, and whatever um, aspect you're looking at this from, like whether you're you're looking at this as the kid or whether you're looking at this as the parent, um, just know that that these. That these moments are crucial because that's what really sticks. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I won't be able to remember a time where you like sat me down on the couch and just was like, right. You know what I mean. Um, I remember these stories and I remember what is attached to them, and that's what really built me into the person I am. That's what helped build my morals, helped build my values, um, and so those those moments are really important. Um, and kind of really wrapping up here, I have a quote from Ch- Charles Kettering. Uh, He says that every father should remember one day his son will follow his example, not his advice. How true is that? Great, 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 yeah. Um, And with that, that's all we have. Uh, We want to thank you for watching uh, this episode. And uh, remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. We'll see you next time.